You're listening to The Tea Party on 88.1 FM Columbia. I'm Isabel. And I'm Haley. And this is where we drink and spill the tea. How are you doing today, Isabel? I'm doing great. How are you, Haley? Good. Thank you for asking. So today we're going to dive into some topics. First, we're going to start off with, of course, what's trending. So number one on our list, Pete Davidson is officially on Instagram. Back on Instagram is what I've heard. So oh, yes. Yeah. So basically, he recently had said that he was not going to be on social media whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, um, literally this week, he's now back on Instagram under the username PMD, which is just his initials. Um, but a lot of people are speculating that it has some something to do with maybe Sebastian Stan because he's one of the only people that he's actually following. So he's following Kim K, of course, and Sebastian. And those are the only two people he's following. And he's already got over a million followers, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, he did have an Instagram before. We all knew that. And then he kind of went off for a bit, probably to take a break from all the Kanye madness. That's that was what going I was on. thinking. Um, but it's kind of, I mean, I expected him to be following Kim K. Sebastian Stan, on the other hand, I've never heard of them being friends or anything like that? Not that I'd heard of, but I know that he was in some of the Marvel movies. He, um, you mentioned earlier, Gossip Girl. Yes. Yeah, so I know he's been, in, he's a popular actor, which is why a lot of people are speculating that maybe that's a hint that there might be something coming out between the two of them. Like a movie or a show or something? Yeah. Uh, that would be interesting. I'm on the lookout for that. <laughs> um, next, Simone Biles is engaged. Yes, I saw that the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, because I never knew that she was even dating somebody, if I'm being completely honest. I just like, I knew all the stats from like the Olympics and stuff like that, knew all the Olympics kind of news, but all of a sudden, like, she's been dating NFL player Jonathan Owens for a year and a half and he just popped the question. And the cutest thing ever, too, is that she said it was the quote unquote, like, easiest yes. Yeah, and she said it was honestly better than winning all the gold medals, which I thought was really cute. And, yeah, I didn't know they were dating either. I feel like all we kind of hear about her is, like, the Olympic stuff, that like, her being an amazing athlete and all that, and you don't really get to see, like, her personal life as much. So, yeah, it was kind of a surprise to me that she had, like, a long-term boyfriend, um, now fiancé, but I thought it was really cute. He proposed to her on Valentine's Day, so I thought that was super Oh, yeah, sweet. and I saw the pictures of them in, like, what is it called, like, the gondola the big like oh, circular yeah. like I don't even structure know you know what, what I'm talking called? about I know yeah what you're saying I just forget what it's called yeah I saw her I saw the pictures of that and it was so cute like her face I love engagement pictures are the best yeah she like po posted a bunch of them I saw on Instagram that's kind of how I found out um it was super cute they're super cute together um and then lastly kind of going off of what we talked about a lot last week Kanye is Back again at his shenanigans. <laughs> yep. Are we surprised whatsoever? Not really. No. So um, Kanye sent a truck full of roses to Kim K's house for Valentine's Day. Yeah. What are our thoughts about this? <laughs> so I I remember the Instagram post. <laughs> I on his I think pretty sure it's on his page, and it's recently been taken down. But uh, like all the other posts. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but I was like, okay, like I think it's sweet, but also. Based on his, like, previous actions, it seems like just more of a way to harass Kim a little bit. Yeah, and I saw something that Kim unfollowed him on Instagram. I think she's just kind of done with, like, the craziness right now and just, like, needs a break. And this is just kind of, like, another overwhelming gesture, even though it probably had he probably had good intentions for it. It's just kind of, like think unnecessary right yeah now. it was sweet but obviously he knows that she's trying to move on she's trying to like he just kind of 
he seems like that ex that just like can't let go. And so it's just a bad image for him at this point. Like, yes, it was a good gesture, but like paired with everything else that's going on, like the recent Instagram post he had about Pete Davidson, where it's like Kim had told him not to like uh, start all this stuff because it's becoming really dangerous. It's a bad environment for Pete. Like she's like, you know, like hopefully some, something bad doesn't happen for him. Hopefully people, cause you know, like a lot of bad social media stuff, like people can have like death threats, all that bad stuff. Right, just, and so she basically texted him and was like, can you stop? Like this is getting to be too much. And he was like, he kind of mocked it and then posted something about how he's like, all right guys, leave him to me. Like nobody else go after skeet quote unquote. That's what right, he calls him. His nickname for him. He's skeet. like, nobody go after <laughs> skeet. He's all mine. And I was like, geez. Yeah. He just keeps surprising me by the day. I can't, you know, there's always going to be something new with Kanye, I feel like. Literally. And especially, like, his name. He goes by Ye now. Oh, yeah, I saw he, but like, hard officially for me to, changed it. Yeah, it's hard for me to call him that because I still just think of him as Kanye and most people do. Well, and, too, just this was a nice gesture, I guess. But also, too, it's very public that Kim and Pete are only getting more close to each other. I mean, they're being seen more out in the public together on cute little dates, dinner dates, all that. So it just kind of seemed like, I don't know, just It's just bringing the two of them closer together. So, like, Kanye doing all of this is just pushing Kim closer to Pete because Pete's there supporting her, and right. her ex-husband's the one that's causing all the issues. So Kanye's, like, doing the opposite of what he wants, basically. Yeah. He's pushing her farther <laughs> away instead of trying to pull her back in. And so he just needs to kind of just l- let it go yeah, and he- just kind of leave the situation alone at this point he's got to reel it back a little bit yeah Um, definitely all right so that's with what's trending we're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to dive deep into taylor swift's popular song all too well and what jake gyllenhaal has to say all about it all right thanks guys iconic song all too well and what jake gyllenhaal has to say about all of that so, to start it off, in 2019, Swift announced that she planned to re-record her first six albums, and she has released her version of Fearless and Red so far. Um, recently, in November, she created an extended version of her popular song, All Too Well, which is rumored to be about ex Jake Hall. So, Isabel, have you listened to the full 10-minute version of the song? Yes, I have. I have multiple times. Okay. <laughs> Me too. And you've seen the, the video? Yes, I watched it as soon as I had heard about it because I didn't initially know that there was going to be a short film like paired with it. I know a lot of hard die hard Swifties knew about it, but I didn't. I like Taylor Swift, but I'm not like a die-hard fan. Yeah, no, I'm same with you on that. Um, but I definitely, I definitely liked the video. I love the video. And I'm a huge Dylan O'Brien fan. Oh, yeah, me too. I looked at it and I was like, wait, no way. Yeah. They put Dylan O'Brien in there? Which made me, like, even more excited to watch it. Me and my friends, I think when it first came out, we watched it, like, three times in a row. And then we played it in the car, like, a bunch in a row. And it's, like, ten minutes long. Like, it's a long song, but we just, like, had it on repeat because we were, like, obsessed with it. Anytime I would, like, drive. So my drive from uh, my house here to campus is like 10 minutes long and so sometimes I would just turn on all too well and I'm like well that's my whole drive now (laughs) (laughs) well it's worth it um yeah so it's in speculation that it was about Jake Gyllenhaal and him and Taylor Swift's relationship they started dating in 2010 she first released the song in 2012 
kind of seemed like their relationship didn't last too long. I think it was they dated for about three months. Yeah, that's what I heard. Between, like, 2010 and 2011. But, like, the thing about it is that she was 20 at the start of the relationship, and he was 29. And, you know, if anybody's heard the song, she obviously, like, hints at her turning 21. Right. And so, honestly, I don't think it could be about anybody else. Yeah. Uh, and, I don't know, just the way, I mean, there's been photographs of the paparazzi of, like, the red scarf that they've both been seen wearing, um, you know, I feel like that's kind of a giveaway that it's about him. Um, of course he keeps denying the claims, which we'll get into later on, but we want to go into the song a little bit more just, like, kind of for fun. So when the song released, it sparked, of course, the newfound backlash against Jake, um, specific lines to point out was like, quote, if we had been closer in age, maybe it would have been fine. And obviously, you know, the nine year difference is a lot. Right. And she's got a lot of backlash just about that, too. Um, and then like another important line from the song was, quote, like, I was never good at telling jokes but the punchline goes. I'll get older, but your lovers will stay my age. And that's kind of like hinting at the fact that so he's now 41 years old and he has dated ladies in their 20s, like right after Taylor and him split. And then his current partner is now 23. And so that's a huge difference, again, that 41 to 23. Yeah, I mean, Taylor Swift's kind of known for, um, you know, like dating guys older um, than her, famously. And, yeah, so I think there was always, like, speculation, like, oh, is he too old for her? Like, should he be dating a 20-year-old? Whatever. But then it's just kind of hypocritical because there's the line where he's, like, made kind of like said a comment like oh maybe if you were older like this relationship would have worked out when it's like okay but now you're still dating 20 year olds and you're still aging so (laughs) yeah what's that about (laughs) and quite honestly if this is really about him and that's you know everybody's pretty sure it is I mean despite him saying that it's not that I kind of get why a lot of Swifty fans were angered but the way that they kind of went about it um was not good like attacking him on social media like he had to delete uh he had to tr- he didn't delete his instagram but he had to turn off the comments on his posts and stuff like that which i feel like at at that end it kind of becomes like cyberbullying in, in in a sense right um because obviously their relationship was from back in 2010 and it's uh, or like ended between 2010 and 2011 sort of thing and now it's 2022 like that was like 11 years ago they can't still be like going off about it to him about like a, a relationship that happened what like over half my age ago. <laughs> right. And Taylor Swift is famously known for making songs about her exes. So I think it's just kind of maybe difficult for him. Like, okay, this is a relationship that lasted three months, like 12 years ago. And now it's getting resurfaced and I'm getting all the same like backlash that I was when the song first came out. And I'm now 40 years old, like have been through multiple relationships besides that one and it's just it's yeah i i mean i feel bad for him a little bit in a sense because it's like his past is getting resurfaced again to in the public yeah yeah i feel like that's a lot for him and i understand why he was kind of upset about it but like even in interviews like when he was asked about why he turned comments off he was like um he kind of just alluded to the fact of like cyberbullying but never went into depth about why Mm -hmm. and so i think he's trying to go around the fact that like he's denying it's about him because he doesn't want that like bad rep right but at the same time too many lines are connecting between the song and and 
things oh, that have happened. I mean, Dylan O'Brien is clearly dressing the same way that he dressed in 2010 when he was seen in paparazzi photos with Taylor Swift. Like, that was so evident to me. They, I mean, they got it down to the beard. I yeah. mean, he had the beard and everything. <laughs> Literally. And, yeah. Um, I think, though, that there's definitely, like, some more backlash around this song kind of resurfacing this time because she made the short film which kind of showed some of like their conversations their fights which kind of painted jake gyllenhaal to seem kind of like a bad boyfriend and yeah so now i think when the song first came out like still everyone kind of knew it was about jake gyllenhaal but didn't really know like the whole premise of the relationship and now we like got like a deep look into the relationship yeah she's kind of exposing him in a way it's a it's a lot we got to kind of take a peek into what their relationship was like but is it fair for like him to get all this backlash still i don't know yeah i mean that's where it's kind of a gray area because yeah i mean it's been such a long time now as a viewer (laughs) i love it yeah as a viewer i'm like oh this is so great i get to see all this drama but at the same time like i have to play devil's advocate and be like okay i understand why people are upset because if this is true, obviously, like, he didn't, he wasn't a good boyfriend based on what we could tell, based on what she's released to us. Right. Yeah. And, you know, once again, like, this was 12 years ago. So it's been, like, a long time. We hope that both of them have kind of progressed in their relationships yeah. <laughs> as time has gone on. I know that, the, I know Jake's in a pretty strong relationship, it seems like. And I know Taylor's been dating her boyfriend for a long time, too. So I think they're both kind of, you know, on their own paths now. Um, but, yeah, going back to what you are saying, how Jake kind of... Um, has been beating the comments around the bush about, you know, like, the speculations, like, his thoughts about it all. I um, saw that in an interview, he kind of spoke out about it and said that um, the song wasn't apparently about him. It's about her fans. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me. Uh, Me either, and I was a little confused on where he might have thought that was... Well, because obviously the... um... The girl playing, I guess, Taylor in the short film, she's kind of like the protagonist of the story, and then the boyfriend's basically the antagonist. So making it about her fans would mean that she's it's like a clash between her and her fans, and obviously she loves her fans. Right. So like the way that I interpreted this was like, okay, he was like, but it's about her fans, and I'm like, I don't really think it is, because then it's not a very good story to tell about your fr- your fans. Oh, yeah, and I'm just, I feel like it's too, like the conversations are too specific, and like the interactions are too, like, specific to be about a group, it's, like, definitely narrowed down to one person. Yeah, I definitely think that was just, like, his only thing he could go for. It was, like, no, it's not about me, it's about her fans. Because, like, who else are you going to pin it on? (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like at this point, like, it was so long ago, just admit it. Like, you know it's about you. Just just own up to it because, I mean, it's so obvious from my perspective that it's about him. Um, Yeah, and I saw that... I think there's a line in the song, I don't quite remember it word for word, but um, it was something about the scarf being left at his sister's house and his oh. sister's still having it. Yeah, I <laughs> and, remember that. And I saw an interview of uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, who's al- al- also a very famous professional actress, um, on Andy Cohen. And <laughs> she was asked if she still had the scarf at her house and she was 
Like, I don't know why everyone asks me that. It possibly could be, but I have no idea where the scarf is. Like, she kind of was in the dark about it all, but she just, it was funny because she's like, yeah, I get asked that, like, all the time, and I don't know why. Yeah, but haven't they also, like, quote-unquote, spotted it at his house or something? Like, there's always so many rumors going around where they're like, no, she still has it, but then they're like, well, also, like, he wears it all the time, and we're like, okay, there's so many rumors going around, I feel like you don't know where it really is, or or even if it was, like, an actual thing, or if it was, like, um, what's the word? Like, a metaphor. Right. Like, I I mean, trying to mean something else. I love that there's so much speculation around the scarf. Like, like everyone is getting so, like, obsessed with knowing where the (laughs) scarf is located currently. Like, who knows? Maybe it could be this deep. Maybe it is really deep, this scarf that she's alluding to. But also, it could just be a scarf that she lost, and she's just talking about it or it could be alluding to something else yeah we well, never know or it's, it could be only metaphor. taylor swift knows yeah, only taylor knows um also what i thought was funny kind of going to back of how he made the comment of about how the song was about his fans um then asked again if he's actually listened to the song he said no so <laughs> see that's the other thing is like okay you haven't listened to the song but you know it's about her fans yeah, like, how do you make that assumption without listening to the song? And do we think that he actually hasn't listened to the song? Because if someone wrote a song about me, I would want to listen to it. Yeah, that's, I definitely, I definitely think he's lying. Yeah, I 100% think he's lying. Because, I mean, obviously, if somebody's going to write a song about you, you're going to be curious. You're going to be like, okay, what the heck? Even if it, it you don't think it's about you, whatever. Let's, let's say that he might be right about it. Maybe it's not about him. I'm going to play his side for a second. Um people are still going to send it to you and be like, okay, most of the world thinks it's about you. Right. You'd still be curious to listen about it. Yeah, and I mean, I'd be curious to see the live film of it, too. <laughs> yeah, like, how does she portray me, quote-unquote? Like, I would, I don't know. I, I think he's stretching a little bit there. Yeah, I think he's just trying not to get in more drama. I mean, he's he's 41. He's like, okay, this is behind me this isn't my past i don't want to be in the circulation of this drama but as fans we want to know Jake. yeah we are all very curious <laughs> we need to know <laughs> i mean it gets to the point where we're like it's probably him it's got to be him we're putting it all together and then he's like nah it's not but the weird the weirdest thing about it is that he keeps saying it's not about him that he hasn't listened to the song and then he's blaming like he all of a sudden brings cyberbullying into it and so like let's see let's read a couple of the quotes from this interview so like he said, it's like her expression, artists tap into personal experiences for inspiration. I don't begrudge anyone that, quote unquote. So, like, I think he's talking about, like, her heartache. Like, she's talking about that. He's not going to hold that against her. Artists should be able to tap into, like, any kind of source for creativity. But then he goes on and is like, quote unquote, um, at some point, I think it's important when supporters get unruly that we feel a responsibility to have them be civil and not allow for cyberbullying in one's name. And, you know, Swifties are a huge, you know, group. They're passionate. They're very passionate. What do you think? I'm kind of confused about that quote, to be honest. How do? What do you kind of think he's saying? There? I think he's basically just saying like, "Hey, um, you shouldn't let your fans like be commenting all these hate comments on my posts under a Swifty name, like under the name of like I'm supporting Taylor Swift." Oh, okay. But like, how does she have control over that? She doesn't. I mean, obviously, I think she can maybe put something out on Instagram, and you know, maybe she has. I haven't personally seen it or heard about mm-hmm. it. I'm pretty sure that somebody would have written about it by now. But um, I think that's the only thing she can really do is just tell her supporters to, like, hey, let's support in a positive way and not a negative one. Right. I mean, yeah, 
I feel like Taylor never really addresses her songs that much or like addresses if she, you know, got permission to write those songs about people. So I think there's just kind of a, like a gray area there of like if her exes were okay with like all this detail of their relationship being exposed to in a song. And I feel like her messages in her lyrics are very clear. <laughs> like everyone kind of interprets them to what they're probably supposed to be interpreted. I, f- I definitely feel like it's her way of communicating with us is in like just telling us through her songs, but then not speaking any further about it because then she'll just look like a bad person. Yeah. And I mean, I get that, but also at the same time I can see from like Jake's perspective is like, Hey, like you didn't give me a warning that you were going to write this song about me or like, Hey, you're re-recording all your new albums and like this song's gonna resurface again and all this drama's probably gonna you know yeah she's had a lot of issues with writing you know songs about her exes and obviously she has a right to she has a right to like use that story if she wants to but also um it seems like it could be difficult to date taylor swift and then have a song be written about you but also at the same time i mean who knows yeah and now her relationship um is very private so there's not a lot of information and good for her honestly no yeah like i said i think she's really progressing in her relationships as she's gotten older but kind of just diving into some of her other exes i know john mayer was a very prevalent figure um associated with taylor swift isabel if you want to give some insight on that yeah so right around the time that jake started getting all this backlash so did john and this was so she dated john um between 20 2009 sorry in 2010 so this is what like a year before she dates jake and they uh taylor and john only dated for a few months too so it's similar timelines in a sense um and also taylor was 19 john was 32 yeah, so, so there's a bigger age gap there. Big age gap. She likes <laughs> she likes to date people that are older than her. And honestly, if that's like your thing, like if that's who you're into, if they're more mature or whatever, like yeah. that's that's totally fine. Like no age shame. is at no the end shame. of the day, age is a number. But um, still, I I can see why she's got she's getting a lot of backlash about it, and like you can tell that there's patterns between her and all of her exes. At, yeah. at least in the sense of like people she's been writing songs about. Um, but so not it, the age has been scrutinized by like other people, um, like Swifties and all that. Not really her, or I don't think anybody close to her. But she definitely also wrote a song. You know why not? I think um, several about John, actually. Probably, but I know the one that like stood out to me the most was Dear John because, I mean, his name is in the title of the song. And actually, in an interview, he came out and talked about it as well. Yeah. So she wrote in this in this song, like, quote-unquote, Dear John, I see it all. Now it was wrong. Don't you think 19 is too young to be played by your dark, twisted games when I loved you so? End quote. So um, that's also a very good allusion to John. I mean, yeah. you can't really think of it any other way. I mean, obviously Taylor was 19 when she was dating him. She used his name. It, I mean, you, you've got to know it's about him. Yeah, I also think that um, there's speculation that We Are Never Getting Back Together was also about John. I don't know for sure. That's just kind of what was talked about. I remember when the song... That would of, make a lot of sense. Yeah, and it kind of... That song does have a lot of... I, I mean, I can't list all the lyrics off word for word right now, but I know that when I listen back to that song, there's a lot of lyrics where kind of paint him in, like, a negative way, too, like how All Too Well kind of did with Jake and, like, kind of, like, she includes, like, specific conversation-like lyrics in it. But, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because I know there's, like, that part about, like, the phone call 
Wait, oh my gosh. I, I'm trying to think back to the song. It's been such a long time. I know, I know, but it's such an iconic song. <laughs> oh. oh gosh, but like, even now that you've said that, it honestly makes so much sense because in an interview, he said that the song had like upset him and he had never gotten a phone call or an email and was quote unquote caught off guard. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense that like, the way I interpreted it, correct me if I'm wrong, um, I don't think they really ended on good terms and she kind of just released the song in a sense of like saying like, oh, this is this means we're officially over. Right. Yeah. I don't think they ended on good terms. And I don't know for sure, but I think a couple years ago, like at the VMAs or I forget what music awards, um, John actually kind of like said something in his um, announcement or like his speech for when he got really yeah I there's a video up on it I should have watched it um so I had more like insight about it but yeah no I think he kind of like tries to like make a subtle like roast to Taylor about the song because he was like it was around the time when it came out and he was like mad about it oh yeah I bet because obviously he said he was caught off guard and that it's obviously not a really good song about him and even in an interview like we have a quote from him it says quote I will say as a songwriter that I think it's kind of cheap songwriting. Ooh. Yeah, and it gets better. He says, I know she's the biggest thing in the world, and I'm not trying to sink anybody's ship, but I think it's abusing your talent to rub your hands together and go, wait till he gets a load of this. That's BS. Wow. <laughs> and obviously he didn't say BS, but, you know, we're on air. Right, right, right. <laughs> PG here. Um, yeah, so I think just that quote alone kind of says it all. He was not happy. Um, but I mean, in, in ways, I feel like I'm kind of in some areas I'm like, okay, yeah, I see Taylor's point. And in some areas I'm like, okay, I see the guy's point. Like, you know, she could have at least maybe given a warning that the song was gonna, cause you know, it's, she's kind of exposing all of them. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. And I guess John does kind of have a, a reason to be upset about it, but he really dug her there with that quote yeah. talking about how like, you can't just like rub your hands together and say like, oh, I can't wait till he listens to this sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. It's and almost like, it's almost like, you know, when, when, I don't know, it's like that last, like, it reminds me of Kanye in a sense. Like, that's a horrible, always... that's a horrible connection because of their freaking rivalry that they have since, you know, right. uh, he got up on stage and told Taylor Swift that she didn't deserve that award and that Beyonce should have gotten in and all that. But this reminds me, it's like, okay, Kanye is an extreme example of this <laughs> we're always relating it back to Kanye yeah what the, what the heck but like what I'm trying to say is that I think her releasing this or at least when John says that it was like kind of like a last thing like last dig at him it's kind of like you know it almost looks like she wasn't really over the whole thing and she's like okay we're done but guess what here's this too right yeah and you know I mean who knows if that was Taylor's intentions I think she's just a very like she writes what she feels you know she takes her experiences and she makes them into a song which is why she's so popular and why everyone loves her songs so much is because they feel like they can relate to them yeah because they're so deep and real I love her songwriting oh me too I think she's fantastic um but from a person who the song is being written about, I can see where they're like, okay, uh, warning, please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely two sides to every story. But um, it's also rumored that after she released this Dear John song and possibly even We Were Never Getting Back Together, um, he released a song called Paper Doll, which is rumored to be about her. Um, I kind of, I don't think I've ever heard it. Maybe I have. I haven't either, um, I don't think. I don't think it was as popular as, you know, her songs at the time, but um, I kind of looked over the lyrics and they weren't very good either. It was kind of like his whole song was talking about like, you're quote unquote, you're like 22 girls in one and none of them know what they're running from. Oh my gosh. So that's talking about like, just like so many different like 
personalities, I guess, in a sense, or different versions of you. Right. And then he's then he goes on and says, was it just too far to fall for a little paper doll? Like, I don't think it's, it's not a very good song either. And so a lot of people think that it's about Taylor Swift. Yeah, it kind of seems like he's just almost trying to get, like, revenge for, you know, the song she wrote about him. And now he's trying to create a big hit. But also, at the same time, no one's going to create a bigger hit than Taylor Swift. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's definitely true. I mean, he even acknowledged it in his interview where he was like, um, you know, uh, oh my gosh, I'm going blank. When he said he was like caught off guard and all that, Mm -hmm. um, and that, you know, he does think that she's like the biggest thing right now and she could probably write another song that's going to be a massive hit. But um, at the same time, he has a right to be upset about it. And even on this topic, um, going off of like what happened with Jake Gyllenhaal with all the hate comments, he had gotten some too. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of DMs about death threats and all that stuff. And so that's why um, a Swifty had sent him a death threat that kind of went um, viral, in a sense, because he had actually responded to it. Yeah. And so, I honestly, I have this pulled up right now, and so I can kind of explain it a little bit more. But she basically, first line that she says to him is not very good. Um, basically just says, like, you ugly person, I hope you... Ch- choke on something like it's not it's not good um then since a little heart you know sweet (laughs) softens the blow i guess and then she's then she goes on later that day that night about 12 hours later and she goes answer me you yeah yeah not nice and so he actually ends up responding to her and he says hi alondra it's john i've been getting so many messages like these these past couple of days i decided to choose your message at random to reply to which makes sense because you can't reply to everybody. Right. Um, you can feel free to screenshot, share in any way like you li- you like if you want. I'm not upset. I just tend to have a curious mind and feel compelled to ask, do I? Do you really hope that I die? So he asks her. He's like, okay, I'm not really upset at you for, for all these hate comments because obviously like, right. you probably didn't think I'd respond to you, any of that good stuff. But he's like, okay, do, is that actually how you feel though? Right. And so um, she goes on and honestly... Oh, she responded. Yeah, so she she actually responds back and she's like was she had replied saying that somebody had dared her to message him and that she actually didn't expect him to see it or reply or any of that, which makes sense. But also, um, he was like, so it's like a fun thing people are doing by taking into account that I might see it and be affected to it. like a hun- But he honestly goes on to say, like, I just wanted to understand. So it's a fun thing people are doing without taking into account that I might see it and be affected by it, what I like basically just said. Right. And then she goes on and said, yeah, I guess nobody really thought you would see it or answer since you are famous and don't interact with random people. Again, very sorry. And then he goes on to say there was some healing here today. It's 100% okay. Go forth and live happy and healthy. So he did it in the best way possible. I, I mean, he handled that, like, really maturely. Yeah, and he taught her a lesson. And some other people, like, hey, I actually do, like, end up seeing, maybe not all of them. Right. But when you get a lot of death threats or, like, hurtful comments coming in your DMs, you're going to actually probably run into a few of them. And it's going to affect you because it's yeah. it's bad words. Yeah, I think a lot of people just don't take into account how much celebrities see. I mean, yeah, they get comments on the daily and they can't read all of them but i mean they're aware of what people's opinions are about them you know yeah and honestly he was able to kind of fix that a little bit in a sense and you know teach some people that honestly like i do see some of this stuff and it does affect me and i would prefer for you not to like say this stuff unless i mean probably not at all but honestly like he kind of called her out too and was like this is actually how you feel or are you just saying this kind of for fun right yeah and I think honestly that was really important of him to do that because I think it's just kind of like okay like guys you're not realizing this that this is actually affecting me and it it's probably affecting a lot of other people so you should be aware of like your actions right right and so that's kind of the whole thing that happened there but like 
I don't know. What do you think about the whole thing? Do you think, is there anything she could really do to prevent any of this other than kind of like supporting, telling her fans? Yeah, I mean, kind of what you said before, I think you mentioned like maybe she could be a little more vocal on her social media or on her end and just be like, hey, you know, I'm re- recording these songs for my personal benefit and because like I loved writing these songs and they mean a lot to me, but you don't need to like go on and attack the people that you know, I so, so quote unquote wrote about, um, maybe just vocalizing it a little more. I mean, obviously she can't control, you know, her fans are very passionate, so she can't control everything that happens on social media, but I think she could just have more of a voice. I don't know if you agree with me on that, but. No, yeah, I definitely do agree. Um, there's not honestly too much she can control out of this situation other than just, um, like she has a right to, to sing these songs. I just think yeah. it's unfortunate on their end to have to like relive this like 10 years later. Yeah, no, 100%. So that was our dive in on all the Taylor Swift drama. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift For drama. right now, for the next album that comes out, we will definitely be back talking yes. about Speak Now. <laughs> Don't worry. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Um, thank you for listening to The Tea Party with Haley and Isabel on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia. And tune in every day on, fr- on Mondays at 4, guys. Mondays at 4. Be sure to listen.